Today, I'm excited to have my friend and client, Patricia Chimino, on the podcast as a guest. This seems like a perfect time to have her on because she talks about midlife stuff with her clients. And midlife for me has been about a new chapter, a new book in my life, new opportunities to create. And the one thing I'm celebrating today is that my husband has finally gone back to his office to work. It has been since April of 2020 that his office has been closed and he has not been able to work. And he has been at home with me for this whole time to work. And what I, what I really learned about myself during this time that he's been home is that I do so much better in my business creatively when I have alone space, when I don't have other people in my energetic aura, especially family or friends. So I'm kind of celebrating this new chapter that I'm entering into now where I feel like there's so many things that I want to create and maybe they've just been kind of hibernating until and waiting for the right timing. And now I feel like the right timing has come about. So this is just one of the midlife crises that I have faced in the past uh, year and a half or so, but I am looking forward to this new chapter I'm in and I'm excited to share today's guest with you. Welcome to Beautifully Bloomed, the podcast where we explore how to break you out of the box of rules and beliefs that are holding you back from the life you are meant to live. I'm your host, Rebecca Turvo. Join me as I share mindset tools, coaching conversations, and human design to help you uncover your unique gifts and create the life, relationships, and business you desire. Patricia Chimino is a midwife for your midlife. She is on a mission to help midlife individuals birth and launch their best next chapter. She's passionate about empowering her audiences and clients to follow their own internal roadmap to success. Hi, Patty. Hi. Welcome to the podcast. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. Super fun that you're here. So before we get started, I just want to tell the listeners how we met. Like, how did how did you meet me? Like, where did we start working together? Yeah, we met, uh, I think, through our school, our training school, our coach training school, Life Coach School. Yeah. And I think we were in a few different groups together. And then when you started to do your uh, human design, I grew very intrigued and I took mm-hmm. A couple of your workshops, and then I worked with you privately, and I took your retreat. Now I'm working with you again with the Bloomed uh, program. So it's been really a fun adventure. It is. I love clients like you who are just like, (laughs) I want more. (laughs) I'm like, okay, what else can I give you now? Yeah. So I just remember, yes, I feel like I've just gotten to know you so well over the past, what has it been, six months? Yeah. I don't know, whatever it is. So you're such a joy to work with. Well, thank <laughs> you, you for you. <laughs> you manifester you. <laughs> like mm, I just want to say yeah. for my clients who are listening, who hear me talk about human design a lot, you're one of my manifester clients and I love manifestors. I don't know why they're attracted to me, but they are. <laughs> so that's great. <laughs> so I, w- as we were talking before the program, I heard you tell me this interesting story and I'm like, don't tell me all of it because that is so fascinating. And, you know, because my podcast is about blooming, like uh, it's like transformational stories and you had the very fascinating job, like 
career or not even career. It was an entrepreneurial endeavor, a passion mm-hmm. project. Yep. What was that about? Like, when did that start or what was yeah. it? Tell me. So, I'm curious. Uh, yeah, my background is in sales and marketing. And when I began my family, I took some time off. And when I was just shy of my 43rd birthday, I had my third child, my third son, and we were all super excited to have him. Uh, But what happened afterwards was something I didn't expect. And that was that I had like the worst case of postpartum depression that I ever experienced. Mm -hmm. And it went on for a pretty long time. And my husband got, you know, concerned, you know, about my well-being. And so in an effort to help me through it, I joined him on a trip that took me far away from my life as a mom of three boys. And it was really more for me to just connect with myself and maybe have some time away from that day to day to, to get through what I was going through. But what ended up happening was that I ended up meeting a village of kids that were living in poverty and I knew that I really wanted to do something for these kids because they, they really touched me. And I, all I could think about were my kids back home who were in like a clean house with food in their refrigerator. And these kids were coming to a food bank to eat every day. Otherwise they wouldn't eat. Mm-hmm. And so I knew I wanted to do something for them. So when I came back home, I sent an email out to everybody I knew. And I was like, I'm going to have this big charity event uh, it was going to be a big charity garage sale. Yeah. And I said, donate whatever you want. I'm going to take the money back to these kids. I didn't want to just send the money back. I wanted to actually bring the money back there. So, you know, with the help of my community and my network, we raised quite a quite a substantial amount of money. And like I said, I didn't want to just send it. I wanted to take the cash and I wanted to take it back there to them. And that's what I ended up doing. And when I got there, I scoured the city and purchased shoes and underwear and socks for a hundred kids that came to this food bank to eat every single day. And it was just an unbelievable experience. And when I was leaving, I spotted a handbag and, you know, women in handbags, right? So I picked it up, I brought it back home and people started asking me, where did you get that bag? Where'd you get that bag? And I was like thinking, okay, so many people have asked me where I got this bag. I'm going to import the bags and then I'm going to continue this philanthropy and donate a portion of these profits to buy books to help empower these kids. So that's what I set out to do. And I ended up building a library of books in that village that I was in and then a library of books for a school in Chicago. And it was a really cool, it was a real, it was a great journey. And long story short, after four years, I decided to close the business and I knew it came to a perfect close because when I announced to all of my stores, so I had it in 33 stores across the country in the U.S. Wow. And when I announced that I was going to close, my yeah. stores completely bought every single handbag. I had nothing left. So I knew that it Aww. came to a beautiful end. And it was, it was just a great, it was a great adventure. It was then after that, that I opened up my, I went into coaching. Yeah. yeah so what, I mean, what, inspired you to close the store? Like, was well, it, it wasn't, were, yeah, yeah, what it was, what happened was I found myself traveling a lot and my husband traveled a lot. And okay. at that point, I, I just looked at um, where things were at and I knew that I, I needed to make a, dis- I wanted to make yeah. a decision. Yeah. So in that moment, I decided that either I could, 
you know, get investors and go really big, or I can close it. And I decided to close it. And I, I felt really great about that decision. Yeah. Was, it was, it was the perfect endeavor and it was the perfect business and it came to a perfect close. Yeah. And so what made you want to go into coaching? Like of all things, coaching, yeah. I would say well, that of all you. things, why coaching? There's a few things because I realized that during that uh, journey, I realized the power of having a coach. I did have a coach that I had worked with in the very beginning yeah. and then sporadically, but I realized how important it is to have that support because when you're, when you're starting a business, when you're doing an entrepreneurial anything <laughs> it is the best yeah. course in personal development. Yeah. And it's super important to have support around you to keep you, to ha- keep your head out of the gutter, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so, and so, uh, you know, personal development was always something that I've been fascinated with. As a matter of fact, when I was fresh out of college, I was really introduced to personal development with Dale Carnegie. Mm-hmm. Um, my first sales job, yeah. they sent me to Dale Carnegie and I absolutely <laughs> loved it. I couldn't, I couldn't get enough of it. Yeah. And, um, so it's always been a part of my life more as like a, you know, personal growth junkie. And then mm-hmm. I, I started to like learn more and more about different strategies and tools and start to implement them. So just not consume it, but actually put it into practice. And I saw, I saw my life change. I saw a lot of things change for me. That was, that told me I need to help other people because these tools are available for anyone. And shortly after I certified as a coach, I also certified as a hot yoga instructor. And so um, there was a big component of this mind body awareness piece that really, I thought there was something there to that, right? Your body is so intelligent. And I f- figured that out for myself on the mat. With coaching now, I help people through those stumbling blocks of the mental and emotional hurdles. But um, I also do work with a modality called inner voice. I'm an inner voice facilitator. Mm. And inner voice. Yeah, what's that? I love it. Inner voice really is a, it's a beautiful um, tool to help people put their mind to rest and to tune into their heart, to tune into what they really want. There's so much noise going on in our mind from our own thoughts and then from the world. (laughs) There's just a lot of noise. And oftentimes what's sitting at our heart center gets covered up, right? Gets covered up and you can't hear it. And I I knew that when I was um, in my yoga journey, that that awareness to body was there was something so important there. And when I learned the mindset tools, I realized that I, I, I kept feeling like there's something that's missing. And what's missing is this piece of like, you first need to be able to hear what your heart is saying, what your desire is from that place that doesn't judge you or discriminate that ever loving place that's within you. And so I take my clients through a process where they actually talk from their inner voice and they hear what it has to say. Some people call it your intuition, your inner wisdom, your internal guidance system, different words for it, but it's a beautiful process and um, it's always going to lead you to your truth. And then using mindset strategy or mindset tools to help you with the 
maybe I'll say self-doubt that might come up from what your heart is telling you to do, right? Mm -hmm. Or fear that's coming up from what your heart is telling you to do. So if we can use those strategies to be in alignment with with what your inner voice is saying, it's an unbelievable experience. And I'm just going to say, it blows the doors off of what you can accomplish, truthfully. Yes, that's amazing. So I love that talking about what you really truly desire, because when I learned from one of my coaches, that desire actually means of spirit. I was like, oh, (laughs) so if things that we really want, they're not wrong. (laughs) But it's so funny, right? How we I I mean, I've experienced this where I'm like, oh, I'm not allowed to want that. Oh, I'm not allowed to want that. I don't know if you've experienced that too. But it's just shutting down, like, really our spiritual journey, right? By just And and if you desire something, then there is, there is a vision for it, because you've already desired it. So you've already, you've already seen it, right? Yeah, like, just as like, what is it? it's like passion stuff, right? It's like, what am I passionate about? Why am I interested in that? For me, it was human design. Why am I interested in human design? And why does it keep coming back? Right? It just keeps coming. I'm like, okay, let's just follow the thread. So it's that kind of stuff. Instead of judging it, it's like, let's be curious and go, you know, find out why, why do we want it? Or ignoring, right? Ignoring it. Yeah, that's probably another issue. (laughs) That's a huge issue, right? Yeah. Yeah. So many times, even with myself, I'll hear something, but I'll go, I've I've been trained to go the opposite direction, right? So it's like, no, let's go back to this. And this always feels right. It always Mm -hmm. feels right. Yeah. Yeah. So if people could learn to just allow themselves to be in touch more with themselves, right? Like be Uh in touch with their own inner child or their own, well, I hear all Yes, all there, these terms, right? The wisdom, the intuition. Yes. What does your inner child want? <laughs> it's all the stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So how I'm just curious, like, why did you choose life coaching? I mean, why did you choose a life coach school? Or how did that come into your life? Or yes, yes. So how it curious. came into my life was when I was trying to figure out what was next after I closed the business, I started looking into coaching. And I was reading a lot of Dr. Martha Beck, who I absolutely mm. love. And I was yeah. going to go through her training. And then I stumbled onto Brooke and her work with mindset. And I, I knew that over the years that I had struggled with self-sabotage, maybe, <laughs> or, you know, yeah. just negative self-talk. And um, I, I thought, this is what I really want to hone in on. And so that's when I made the switch. And 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 I actually got certified a long, long time ago. So, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. You're you're one of the oldie but goodie certifications. <laughs> well, we don't have to say how old your certification is, but yeah, that's but the interesting. model's still the model, right? It, yeah, it's been going since however long. <laughs> it's still here. So, how did you stumble across human design? Was it in the Life Coach School group, or was it somewhere else? Like, how did human design Gosh, find you? It was through you for sure. I'm yeah. trying to remember if it was, I don't remember. Yeah. You might've come from another coach. Group. I don't remember. Was, no, I think it was you that, yeah, I don't yeah. remember. Exactly. Some post I made probably about it. Yeah. So, I mean, tell me what human design taught you about yourself. Like what are some of the big takeaways you've had so far? Cause I know you're still really learning yeah, as totally am I, learning. as we all are. I'm in total beginner newbie stage. Yeah. But the big thing is that this this piece of 
that I am a manifester. And I know that about myself. I love to initiate, but Mm -hmm. I want to make sure that I know what I'm initiating before I initiate. Once I, if I've got something, I'm going to get out there just like, you know, this charity event that I through then the handbags that right and then mm-hmm. you know getting into coaching like and really talking about the tools and strategies how to be you know how to thrive in life and so when i have something to say like something that i want to share i have no problem it from yeah. the right yeah uh, so that was really good for me to know that about myself because there's some days where i'm human and my inspiration is low right mm-hmm. and i'm like questioning, like, why am I not, you know, speaking or saying anything? It's because I, I don't have anything to inform or anyone to inform anybody, mm. anything on. Right. So I need yeah. to like have that learning learned and then be able to share it. And so that was so good for me to know. And then the other thing is just that I am a emotional solar plexus, which <laughs> you shared with me, you know, yeah. I did not make my decisions immediately, like ride the, out the wave of emotion. And I cannot tell yeah. you how, unbelievably helpful that has been because I know in the past I'd make decisions really quick and then I'd go and like second guess myself and question why I did that. And now I've eliminated all that stress and the times that I did take my time and ride out the emotional wave, I've made the best decisions ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because your initial, your initial pull towards whatever that is might be correct, but it might not be. <laughs> right that emotional wave it's like today my decision would say this but how about tomorrow when i'm in a different part of my emotional wave would my decision still be the same that's the idea behind riding out your emotional wave you and i have it in common and it's very hard sometimes for us impatient people to ride out our emotional wave (laughs) but it's been a practice for me too you know it's a practice and i i love that you talked about that because i think that it's 50 of the population has emotional authority right emotional waves so it's great for all of us to remind ourselves hey you know we're not not everybody is quick decision makers and and the rest of us should understand that some of us can make instantaneous decisions and some of us aren't meant to right we're not designed to when i ride it out like that and yeah. when it keeps coming back then i know for sure i need to do this right Whatever yes this yeah it's solid it's solid yeah. Yes. And you can trust it then. And, and one thing I learned about that too, is like, if you enter into a, a decision without riding out your wave, you will have the emotional ups and downs in that experience. Then you're going to be like, Oh, you know, it'll be like one time. Oh, this is great. Like everything's going well. And the next time, why did I ever join this? Pro-? Right. It's like, you didn't uh, allow the, <laughs> you didn't allow that to settle before you join. Right. So now yeah. you're riding out the emotions in the program. So yeah, and you know, that's, it's kind of analogous to this. Well, the, an analogy I want to make to the inner voice work that I do mm-hmm. is when you are not listening to your inner voice, you're wobbly, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You are listening to it. You're rock solid. Mm-hmm. You are flat on. Yeah. There's not a lot of clarity. And, and, and when you are following it, you're in alignment. Yeah. And a lot of times, sure. you know, most of the time your heart, what your inner voice or your intuition mm-hmm. is telling you is in alignment with your values. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And our, like our emotional, we have a lot of emotional wisdom and a lot of people would just kind of, you know, let's not be emotional. 
Let's not think about those emotions. Let's just be logical in our head. And this is what human design teaches us is to get out of our head, get into our bodies. So I feel like that's what you're saying about inner voice. That's what it's teaching you. Totally. Out of your head, into your body. Your (laughs) body has more wisdom than your brain. (laughs) It's meant, yeah, it's meant to, our body is here to experience life and to, and to lead the way. But what we've decided is our brain is in charge. And we've just shut down the body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so interesting. I have, I have had quite a few clients who are just not used to that, like trying to feel in their body. Instead, they're like in their head going, nope, I need to figure out the thought and the feel, you know, the thought that leads to whatever, right? It's like a very logical process they're trying to go through. No. <laughs> and it's, I think that that process is, is a great process when you have sabotage, when you have a lot of doubt, when you have, yes. you know, after you've made yes that's where it's really beneficial yes yes it's beneficial in helping you to after you've made a decision or right or helping you to get into your body anyways like in your head all the reasons you shouldn't be in your body (laughs) or like after you've made a decision to help yourself follow through and not doubt yourself exactly uh, so if you're listening to the inner voice and what it is that it wants and you're going after it and then this is starting to doubt you that's a great tool it's a great tool for that yeah so what do you match yeah so i i assume we know what you do but what are you doing nowadays with your clients like what is your current coaching about yeah so my coaching right now is um i i coach a lot of people in midlife and a lot of them are in transition a lot of them don't want to whether they're coming out of parenthood and they don't want to go back to a corporate cubicle you know, or whether they're coming to a place of, you know, wanting to do something that is meaningful and purposeful. A lot of my clients want to do something purposeful. They're at a point in their life where that is more important to them. So, you know, a few of them that I've worked with, they have, you know, we started off with like a bucket list of what excites them, what, what lights them up. And by the end, they're like, launching businesses that consist of the things that light them up, which is so fun, right? You know, and there's, you know, and it doesn't have to be a business, right? It's whatever their big audacious idea is. It could be like, I'm going to travel the world and take a sabbatical, right? That's a big Mm -hmm. audacious idea to put into action. It could be um, wanting to write a book. It could be, you know, starting an online business. It could be anything that's big and audacious that feels purposeful and meaningful to them. Mm, Right. That's awesome. Like they want, this is their turn to do that thing that they've always wanted to do. Yeah. It's like their time in their life now to not like, they don't have kids at home anymore. Probably. Right. Is that the, well, a lot of them, you know, teenagers that are going to be leaving. Right. And then, some yes. have, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they're in that stage, that midlife stage, yeah. which I am also in. <laughs> so yeah. Yes. Awesome. So, and, and, and so that, that's, yeah. you know, this um, whole idea of, you know, what's their midlife adventure? Like mm, what's it going to be? I right? like that. Midlife yeah. adventure. Actually, Sarah Trapkis, yeah. said, you're like the midwife for the midlife. I love that. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So yes, that needs to go on your website. Right? (laughs) Birthing out that big audacious idea. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely the person that can get 
like I've been told from my clients that I, I, I help them get the train out of the station, right? Help them get moving, take action, right? From a, from a really great place, right? A confident place. That's amazing. So if anybody wants to find out more about the services you're offering, where do you want them to find you? So my website, it's going to be going through some changes, but you can go there right now. And uh, it's www.patriciachimino.com. There is no H in my name. It's C-I-M-I-N-O. Yeah. Yeah. They can go there and I'm on all social media platforms. I love to do lives and I Mm. tend to come on and give a lot of different strategies to thrive. So awesome. Yeah. I'll put that on in the show notes so that everybody can check you out. So thank you so much for being with me today, Patty. Thank you, Rebecca. I really enjoyed it. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please go subscribe so that you get notified of all the future goodies that are coming along. While you're there, please leave me a review and let me know what you think. So excited to share this with you and can't wait to talk to you next time. Bye.